Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Star Wars Lads. So uh, you might have joined the channel in March. You might have joined the channel in April. You might have joined the channel in May. You might have joined the channel in June and heard us talking about the High Republic Cataclysm review. <laughs> well, here it is. This book did come out in April, so it is definitely a long delayed review. However, we're going to give you our thoughts on this story. This is beginning our month long journey, which is of June, which is going to be focused on High Republic Phase 2. We have a ton of High Republic Phase 2 content coming for y'all. We're going to review Cataclysm. We're going to review Path of Vengeance. We're going to review both junior novels that we haven't reviewed in the High Republic Phase 2. And we're going to review all the comics. And then we're going to top it all off with a how to read guide for Phase 2 like we did with Phase 1. And a tier list ranking all of the stories of the High Republic Phase 2. So this is going to be the start of what looks to be a, a busy long month of high republic coverage but we're excited to catch up before eventually we get to phase three here at the end of the year so we're going to dive into our thoughts make sure you're liking the video you're commenting below letting us know your thoughts on this book a lot of you have probably already read this so give us your thoughts down below and of course make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you are new we have a ton of content coming uh, we just put out a video related to the star wars bracket you can check that out we're also doing live streams of jedi uh, survivor every single week twice a week tuesdays and thursdays still got the bracket challenge going in the community tab as well we're down to the sweet 16. all right let's get into our review so as always with our book reviews we start out with the writing and the narrative here we're going to talk about how we thought this book was written how we thought the story was constructed sonic what were your thoughts on the story of the High Republic cataclysm and the way it was written. I mean, I think the title perfectly summarizes the story there. It is a cataclysm. Everything is crashing together. It's all exploding. It's a story that gives a lot of context to phase one, wave one of the High Republic right now. We understand a lot more of why these characters feel such a way about things that happened 100 years ago. And it, it makes sense. It, it's It's a pretty devastating story and we've had a lot of loss throughout the high republic this might just be the highest count in a while and if you look at everything that's happened on the planet dalna it's it's a bad place for jedi and i'm surprised that they managed to form a jedi temple there but yeah it's a it's a great story it's a lot of storylines it's stuff that is definitely built off a of battle of jedi and if you haven't listened to that Definitely do. It's great. We have a re review for that as well, but you definitely get a lot of recap summarization of that and stuff that happened in the comics as well, obviously. That storyline is coming in. We have a lot of stuff in Convergence that maybe didn't hit right, but definitely feels a lot stronger here, especially with the princess and the prince, you know, their marriage and what they're doing and what they're trying to achieve together and the struggles with that. We, we got a lot of other Jedi that have been popping around in this era of Star Wars stories, but not necessarily all in one book. I don't think we've ever seen Yoda and Yaddle do things together, and that was that was really awesome to see. There's a really great sequence at the end that I really like the descriptions of. It's a story that has a lot of storylines story crashing together, and when you read that, you might think it's insanely big, but I felt like a lot of that story was more in the first half. Once we started transitioning everyone to the same planet, it's big, right but it's probably the biggest thing of this phase two but we've definitely seen bigger events in phase one i'm fine with phase two being kind of more lower 
levels of danger and disruption and you know effect on the galaxy if this is like the big topper here great definitely definitely like this story i think it really redeems a lot of the weaker parts of phase two that we've had it's a great reminder of why star storytelling doesn't have to be big and grand and bigger and bigger all the time you can just make some genuinely fun characters and their struggles their emotions and play that out throughout multiple stories and some fan favorites like Gela, who made it not have started that strong compared to like other fan favorites in phase one now she's up there for me as a very rich and complicated jedi axel is one of the most unique star wars characters i've ever experienced and there's his storyline here was awesome a lot of like the developments pushing towards denial here i it's if you if when i say it more and more out loud i'm like yeah i, I think i like this book a lot more than i initially thought but as i'm letting it marinate yeah it's 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 a great story i really did appreciate it absolutely agree i thought this was book was excellent like i thought it was up there with path of deceit for me for phase two it's close to depending on which one you prefer which kind of storyline you prefer this is the bigger like cynic said grand jedi battle story that we were uh, kind of expecting to be uh, in mostly the Battle of Jedha or then following in Path of Vengeance. But Cataclysm is the place we get this. And and really with Convergence being a story that was more character-centric, more politically-centric, but didn't really have big action sequences, let a lot of things linger. And I think in a way, uh, Lydia Kang's writing here, even though this book is technically the second longest book in star wars canon it feels very compact and extremely well paced i really liked all of the characters here i like the way everything flowed i like the way chapters bounce after each other i like the way you see events unfold throughout the book the way the events are ordered and structured and the perspectives of each character i thought all that worked really really well and i think for this book it had to balance the political stuff that was in convergence with a lot of the action that we were seeing as a fallout from Battle of Jeddah. This being the first novel we got after Battle of Jeddah, how do we play off of what happened there, but also tie in this Irem Arano story that seems very disconnected from like the whole mother and path of deceit storyline that was so pro- prevalent and in that novel. And then also continues with the Herald inciting the stuff in Battle of Jeddah, which is also a major part of the comics. How do we connect this storyline more centrally to it? And I thought this book did a great job with all of it. All around, I think the writing was excellent. Plotting was excellent. And ultimately, the story, I think this was probably my favorite story of Phase 2. I think the Path of the Sea is so well written and such a nice, small, compact character story. An evolution for those characters that it it's neck and neck with this one as the best book i've read so far in phase two but this is an excellent very exciting story if you're looking for big star wars action absolutely cataclysm is your place in the high republic phase two to get that but let's talk about the characters because there are a ton of characters in this uh, there are characters from all over the high republic phase two not just characters that were in convergence but Convergence characters do return. You mentioned Gelanatai, who is the main Jedi we get in that novel. She is much improved here, along with her kind of off-and-on love interest type of character, Axel Greylark, the son of Kyong Greylark, the Chancellor, one of the co-chancellors of the Republic. 
We get a lot more from Chancellor Orlan Malo as well. Fontu Zin and Siri Alvarin, the heirs of Irem and Arano, are also in this book. We also have so many other Jedi, like you mentioned, Yaddle and the Jedi Padawan Youngling Sippa, who is that's a very fun dynamic here. And then we have Charil Roy and his apprentice in Yakin, also Creighton's son and Ada Forte from Battle of Jedi. And on top of that, Oren Darga has teamed up with Kelanatai. There's so many characters here, and there's a lot to talk about, but Sonic. Give me a few of the standout characters for you. Maybe a few of this. This book is very much so sectioned into kind of character stories throughout the different chapters. You see events unfold in the same way from different characters' perspectives. Give me some of those character sets and those characters that really stood out to you and why. I mean, if there's a character that got redemption for me, it was Gela. Uh, at the end of Convergence, she was definitely like, I'm going to become a way seeker. This is all these events have just kind of pushed me to that. Obviously, phase two and everything that's been playing out over, I guess, a couple of months or so wouldn't really let her do that immediately, right? And she's called into action, all that. And she's not really a character in Battle of Jedi. She's definitely only in these two adult novels, but she feels so much better. Like her conflict with, you know, the politics that are going on across the galaxy that are shaping the lives of these people, the politics of different force cults right with that pat at the open hand and the effect that it's been having on the jedi on the republic and how it's also shaping her like personal dynamic with axel where if she it's like if i've got to quote something it's like in heat where the rule of the master thief is that if you can't you know leave something behind in five seconds you're done right that's it that that's the heat will be on you right that's the same thing for her relationship with axel she's willing to drop it right at any point but whenever she's in contact with him, she also is like embracing that she can't help herself, but like have these feelings of not necessarily love, but care, sympathy, frustration. She's in a way, she, she's like one of the dullest Jedi's in Convergence. And then she has her full emotional spectrum evolved here. Like she even has like a, a line where she's like, oh, what, I, what is this that I'm feeling about like Axel leaving now? Like, why am I like holding his hand and don't want him? Like, like stuff like that. I really enjoyed. Obviously, you, you mentioned. Yaddle and Sippa, like that's a great dynamic. It's introduced a little later than any of the other ones. It's really fun. I I I don't know if Sippa's in any of the like the junior novels or something. We just haven't read it. Fun dynamic. I want to see that character in a junior novel setting and seeing like her POV, POV the whole time, right? To understand like why is this child so gifted but crazy, right? I want to see that, and I I like Yaddle trying to teach but also trying to protect that was a, that was a fun thing to see i i definitely like the pathfinders here actually i want to i want to give a shout out to them as well pc and the crew i love the like you know like the midwestern almost on the frontier voices that they have it, it's very funny it's played up and i think that definitely makes this expansion early expansion of the high republic quite fun to see i wish we could see more of them and then just comics or whatever this was a very nice part to that. Fontuzen and Ziri are also another standout. They don't really get much to do till the end. It's more of like just trying to balance things with everything that happened in Convergence and then figuring things out. But they they have strong emotional moments. They're star-crossed lovers. Like it's it's hard to see a Star Wars story balance romance as well, but it, it did. Like the the ending is strong when Fontu's just injured, but he manages to like sneak himself on the ship. And help out like yeah it, if there's a romance that you know that thrives in star wars this is probably one of the top ones 
But at the end of the day, I think Axel. Axel is great for me. I like just how much he screws up again and again and again. And yet it's different every way. It's for different reasons. It's a little bit sometimes he loses a little bit more and more of that like happier self that he felt by being this kind of backwards wrong type of person with Gilla continuously coming towards him. Yeah, I mean, how he finally took matters to his own hand at the end, showed his care for Gilla, was willing to, felt like finally at the end, like, I want to be a better person. I don't want to die in that final sequence, right? And then his final goodbye with his mother and all that. Yeah, uh, definitely one of these characters that I need to see more of. I'd like to see his whole life. Um, I, the others, I'm kind of fine if this is all we get, but I want to see Axel's, like, true redemption because he only got a taste of it at the end for sure i thought axel was definitely a standout axel was a standout in the last book for me i felt like as bland as gela was it was almost intentional to pair off with the flamboyance of axel in convergence where here like you kind of mentioned she has an awakening of personality an awakening of feeling she's starting to realize not only that choosing the path the way seeker is very different than most jedi but she's starting to follow her own path and her own feelings, things she's suffocated for a long time. It was really interesting to see that dynamic play out, that relationship play out. And I thought it was pretty endearing and something you definitely care about. You you care about it in the first one, but really fun too. And Siri are kind of the, the thing that hold the first one together, that all the politics around that, I thought was more interesting than the Gela axel relationship. That always felt like a side note. This time, that's the forefront. And I think what this book does also for the Republic, like Chancellor uh, Greylark getting her first name in this one, like getting Kyung reiterated over and over and over again, they really humanize the chancellors in this. And they also humanize the Republic at this time. And in a lot of ways, the High Republic has taken some of the ideas of like that we used to have in Old Republic and, and these times when the Republic itself could just could do no wrong. It was just this paradise of a place. And we have a lot of that in the phase one timeline. And we got that a lot in phase two, but here this really humanizes not only the politicians in charge of the Republic, but also the Republic itself and the different people involved with the Republic and the way they're able to not just look at everything politically and very regimented. This is a, a free flowing a group, a free-flowing government that is a lot wanting to accept people and wanting to grow its presence, not just because of power, but because of actually trying to reach out and create a better galaxy. And I think you get that mostly here because of how humanized Keon Greylark and Orlan Malo are. So I thought they did a great job with that. And a lot of that is through Axel and Gellis' relationship. Also really liked Oren. I thought Oren was a really cool character and great pairing with Gela because again, he was very flamboyant and, and talkative and talk and liked to be a Jedi, liked to show off, liked the adventure versus Gela, who was more stern. I thought that dynamic played well, but all of the sets of characters here for me stood out. Like I, I do want to mention almost everyone, like Creighton's son and Ada Forte were great in Battle of Jedi. And I thought they were great here. Their dynamic here was really, really good. And that's a strong Jedi friendship that we don't see too often. We're used to the Padawan and master relationship constantly being in Star Wars. But here you really get two Jedi masters who are like equal level, both extremely good friends, been around with each other for so long. And here you get to see that relationship played out. It is sweet and endearing. And it also shows more of why the Jedi at this time were more successful. They were more unified. 
they were allowed to be individuals and have individual relationships within the order. It wasn't just you are a Jedi, I'm a Jedi, and we have to be stern and straight faced. Uh, again, yes, Yaddle and Sippa. I love that. And Sippa could have been a character that was extremely annoying. And I thought they wrote, uh, Lydia Kang wrote Sippa excellently, like so well done. And the way uh, Mark Thompson performs her also in the audiobook was really, really well done because <laughs> Sippa has a lot of great moments, a lot of eye roll moments too, because she's played off as this Padawan that will just not listen to anybody or a youngling that will not listen to anybody. But the way Yaddle is combined with her, the patience of Yaddle, getting to see Yaddle actually in her prime as a teacher was also really nice. And then Charo Roy and Inya Keen, another nice master and apprentice dynamic. That was the master apprentice dynamic for this book. I thought that worked really well. I really like Charo Roy. Uh, and I, I like Serene Jedi. I do like seeing Serene Jedi, and it was nice to see another one get such shine in this book. Overall, everybody was excellent. Uh, the use of the mother as well was really strong. The path of the open hand is portrayed really ominously and menacing in this book. The mother was excellent, as well as Ben Aolo, the kind of like friend of Axel, who is now one of the top military people in the path, so one of the top fighters in the path. All of that I thought worked really well. And overall, as much as this character, this book is a an action-heavy, plot-heavy story, it does make room and really does a great job with its massive cast of characters. And I think gives really satisfying conclusions for almost all of them. So let's move on to our final thoughts and our score out of five. Sonic, what would your final thoughts be about the High Republic Cataclysm? And what would you give this? Yeah, I think Cataclysm is the book we thought Convergence was going to be. It definitely does it a little bit of extra legwork. I, I know these are definitely written around the same time, but I, I, I feel like Lydia King at least got a taste or an understanding what Convergence was, maybe saw something that she needed to really push from, or maybe just saw the intentionally, maybe intentionally flawed setting of the first book and what she could pull from, what new characters and dynamics. And it pays off. It really pays off. I, I, I don't think I was ever struggling with Phase 2, but being kind of busy with, obviously, the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian, at one point, the higher Republic phase one, like, would shut down even watching like a Star Wars movie or anything going on. And there really wasn't. But it was that big for us. It's hard to just say, like, oh, I'm going to read a book ahead of Mandalorian, seizing, seeing Grogu get his powers, seeing the Praetorian Guards. Like, that's, that's hard to say. But this is the book that makes me, like, remember, just like Path of Deceit did, of, like, just how incredibly engaging and different and unique the High Republic is going to be. It will end up the most original Star Wars era in my mind uh, that Disney has, has accomplished. And with this plan of the Acolyte and everything, I'm so excited. Like a book like this makes me feel like it's worth reading everything, comics, books, and whatever, to be ready for these continuations from before or after leading into the prequels. Yeah, I, again, loved a lot of the character dynamics. It's not the biggest plot that we've seen in the High Republic, but it is definitely the biggest craziness to go off a lot of very impactful jets a lot of very really beautiful moments both romantically and about peace and moving on and progress like you said it humanizes the republic in a way that even phase one kind of you know waddles around like just doesn't really get too deep into yeah i mean we're gonna have path of vengeance soon but 
this definitely puts me back to where I was when we started phase two. I'm already back on board. I need to finish reading up the comics and everything. Yeah, I definitely loved it. I will say I'm going to give it a four out of five. I feel very similarly. This book was excellently written, very strong action, very well plotted, very well paced. It had great characters. So there's really not too many flaws to find in this book. I think when it comes, to, when you look at the adult novels of the High Republic throughout the entire run, I don't know if it's quite at the level of Light of the Jedi or The Rising Storm, but I do like this better than I think The Fallen Star and definitely better than Convergence. I think it's a massive step up from Convergence. So if you read that and you were a little underwhelmed by that story, I think this is a massive, massive step up. And if you're still holding out on it, I would definitely encourage you to give this a try. Uh, along with Path of Deceit, which I think is the best young adult novel that's been in either phase of the High Republic, and I'm still working my way through Path of Vengeance. These are excellent stories. So I think I'm going to give Cataclysm the same score I gave Path of Vengeance. I believe it's the same score. 4.25 out of 5. I think this book is great. And if you haven't yet picked it up, phase two of the High Republic is been, has been extremely consistent and very, very solidly good all around. Definitely think Cataclysm is worth your time. But those were our thoughts on the High Republic Cataclysm. Thank you so much for watching. Let us know your thoughts down below. And if you haven't yet, make sure you're liking the video and you're subscribing to the channel if you're new. Like I promised at the beginning, we will be covering the rest of the High Republic that we have not on this channel. We've always been a big High Republic channel. So we are going to finish our coverage completely by the end of June. So make sure you're subscribed for all of it. We will have our Path of Vengeance review out as soon as possible and our reviews of other stuff. But if you haven't checked out our streams every single week, make sure you're checking out our Tuesday and Thursday streams of Jedi Survivor. We're working our way through that game. Once we finish that, we'll get on to the next game as well. We also have our community polls going. So if you're not voting right now for your favorite Star Wars character, make sure you're voting. Make your voices heard. You can also send us your brackets and we will feature you in the bracket recap video. Check out some of our latest videos that we've posted in the last few weeks. And of course, make sure you stay in tune for the future. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you all next time.